quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his balls slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greve. You get a fucking sausage. Heard you missed us. We're back. It's episode 38 of <laughs> F That Noise. Ah. A very special one for you. We have yet another, and I don't mean that in a way to detract from anything, because I think when we do game show episodes, it truly is fantastic. Uh, we have a game show episode called Trunk Tower. We will explain it all coming up shortly. Um, but first, let's... Get with the introductions. If you were watching the Facebook stream live in the upper left corner, clockwise, starting with Mike Burdick, who just ran out of the shot. There he is. Steve Taylor. <laughs> Pete Melial. Hi. And James Klein. I like Mexican food. Mexican food doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, so we are. Uh, Do you splatter toilets, Jamie? Well, depends on what it is, I guess. I, I believe the <laughs> the term from episode two was blasting biscuits. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 blasting biscuits, blasting, blasting biscuits. <laughs> right. uh, that's uh, if you didn't haven't listened to episode two yet, by all means, after the show, Let's see it or listen <laughs> to it. Two. So yeah, <laughs> way back, way back, back in December of 2019, back before COVID, back before quarantine, back before face masks. Back before herpes. I mean, anyway. Um, oh, not, that not, shit's with you forever, man. Not, yeah, not quite that far back. Uh, yeah, so. Lay on back. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, going to be bumping our times up a little bit to 10 p.m. Eastern time. If you are a fan of the show, uh, we'll be broadcasting the stream live on our Facebook page. And starting tonight, just kind of a test, we are uh, live on fthatnoisepod.com. If you go to fthatnoisepod.com, there's a tab at the top that says F That TV, and you can click on that, and hopefully, I'm, I'm not going to start clicking around on my computer because every time I do, I end up with technical difficulties, um, but uh, if you happen to watch it on that site and uh, check it out, let me know what you think, uh, fthatnoisepodcast at gmail.com, uh, and yeah, without further ado... We start every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a TV or movie said with exceptional velocity and volume. And this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. All right, ladies and dick lickers. What we have here is uh, (laughs) probably one of the the best um, Eddie Murphy movies. Uh, For those who are familiar with Eddie Murphy of movies such as uh, Haunted Mansion, Doctor Doolittle, one and two, a uh, thousand words, and of course, Mr. Church. Well, you are fucking retarded because Eddie Murphy was <laughs> king back in the eighties. We're doing movies such as Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop. I'll even throw motherfucking Best Defense on that shit. Um, Golden Child, and of course, one of the best 
uh, well, I was going to say trading places. That is my favorite. But this one here is from 48 Hours. Here's an Eddie Murphy drive for you fucks. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind? Think I'm playing a goddamn game, man? You're out of your fucking mind? Think I'm playing a goddamn game, man? You're out of your fucking mind? Think I'm playing a goddamn game, man? You're out of your fucking mind? Listen, listen to the F. Goddamn game, man? You're out of your fucking mind? Drive that F game, man? It's the letter F on the front of it. Goddamn game, man? You're out of your fucking mind? <laughs> it's, I oh, think it's that's fantastic. the thing that drives me more crazy mind, about his movie choices in like the 2000s is he stopped swearing. Like he started making family movies. Yeah. It's like Eddie Murphy's, he he's just swears. Like he, that's, he's hysterical when he just doesn't hold back. Yeah, and here's the thing with that. It's like, he did do two movies without the swearing that was still decent. Golden Child, I think, is a funny movie. I, I yeah. enjoy that one. Yeah, um, it's good. I'm not saying it's great. It's good. It's, it's fine. And Nutty good, Professor, good. I, I actually enjoy the first Nutty Professor quite a lot. Actually, uh, the second one is stupid, but um, as most sequels are. Yeah, especially the comedy sequels, yeah. some awful ones. But um, he did come back. I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the Netflix um, movie that he did just recently about Rudy Ray Moore. Oh, is actually awesome. Yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, that is crazy. it's prime Eddie Murphy. And not to mention, Eddie Murphy did come back during Saturday Night Live in December. And uh, I thought that was the best Saturday Night Live has been oh, in. He was so fucking funny. That cooking show part. Oh, my the... God. It's Jack Murder. Oh, yeah. it's, where he swears at the end. We yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Let's take a quick poll here. When you think back, 1970s, 1980, Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy, what's the first thing you think of? Oh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Hot tub. See, me is Buckwheat. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, it, for yeah. me, it's Gumby. I don't know why. Because it's all keeped out. It's, it's, it, 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 I'm Gumby, damn it. You know, it's just that, that, that line <laughs> stands out to me it's, more than It's funny how all of us pretty much chose a, a a different different character yeah that stands yeah, like out like, like he was i mean easily he was the best there ever was in saturday night live i i mean I don't, was there anyone better than him oh bill yes. murray I think bill murray like, he his his big thing i think was that he held up pretty much the the entire show oh himself. yeah yeah you know Correct. they, they cleared his, house they had himself. a new cast nobody liked him no one knew him and he basically ran everything so right I mean, when you know. the number two guy is Joe Piscopo, you know you got a weak crew going. And nothing goes like Live from New York, it's Saturday night, starring Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, and nobody else you give a shit about. Right. <laughs> no, but Eddie Murphy always has a special place in my heart because it was the first R-rated movie I saw in the theater. My grandpa took me to see Beverly Hills Cop. Nice. Oh, nice. And I'll never forget it because it was my first I read a movie in the, in the theater. It was awesome. And when he said fuck like 12 times in the first two minutes, it was the greatest <laughs> moment of my life. Oh, it took me forever to see an R-rated Eddie Murphy movie in the theater. It might have been like Distinguished Gentleman. Something like that. Boomerang yeah. or one of those trunk things. No, it was, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see oh. Boomerang. It was either that or Beverly Hills Cop 3. It was like well, one even of my mom took me to see um, Coming to America. Oh, oh really? Yes, I saw that on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's king. You guys had. Pete, I, little... I saw Distinguished Gentlemen together. 
Yeah, I think so. I think we saw that in the theater together. You guys had shout out to Harley Mr. Pierce was in that, that wasn't he? Movie. He's like the evil yeah. senator. Yes, he is. Yeah, Mr. Pierce. <laughs> that was the drive of the week brought to you by Trashman Media. For all the latest Blu-ray and movie commentary, go to trashmanmedia.com and also on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to check out www.bizarrebiz.com for your latest news and no bullshit. All right, tonight we have uh, a game show. We have not. This is one we have not played yet. Um, it's called Trunked Tower. It is the creation of Mr. Mike Burdick. Um, but first, before we get into that, we're going to the name Trunked Tower plays on a term that we used in the mid '90s and to this day. Uh, <laughs> called uh, if somebody was red trunked. And to explain this, I'm going to turn the floor over to Mr. Klein. Well. I'll, I'm going to try to explain this one, um, but I think the origin of this, Pete, wasn't weren't, weren't you the origin of Red Trunk? Wasn't this, wasn't this your this creation? Is, this is the thing about Red Trunk is that they're really, even to this day, I don't think anybody really knows the origin of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so this I know is Dave Canelli was involved loosely in some way. Yeah, it's right. It's like it, I thought there was something in a sleepover. T- correct me if I'm wrong. This is going back years. Wasn't there a sleepover at Marty's Mar- Marty's house and? You guys were watching wrestling or something, and like you guys made a comment like the guy in the red trunks always loses. Yeah, it was like a theory we started with. Yes, it, it just kind of bubbled out from there. And then it's like um, if you watch Star Trek, the original Star Trek series, the the, the ensigns or the guys wearing the red shirts always <laughs> got killed off and paid the price. So it seems like anytime you're wearing red trunks, it <laughs> seems like you know you're gonna die. And so I think it's something happened at school. And someone screwed up on a test or something. And someone says I'm red trunked around here. Everyone started dying. And we, over the years, kind of got rid of the word red and just said trunked. So everything is like, oh, that's trunk. Meaning it's Unless you really want to emphasize or, it. If you really want to emphasize it. Oh, you get, <laughs> if you want to emphasize, you get red trunked. You get, yeah. It's red trunked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, when you're when you're talking about the traditional game shows, you know, your 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 monopoly, you want to get, you know, the most money, you want to bankrupt everybody else, which I guess is trunked in itself. But uh, shoots and ladders, you want to get to the top. You want to there's a glorious thing. You want to figure out who killed and clue with what. And it's a it's a very complex and heroic. But with this particular game, especially in the season of covid, it's it's important that, you know, the bad rise to the top. <laughs> um so I, the, in trunk tower your your goal is to be the most trunked you can be uh you want to get the most red trunks to win the game um so what, what we're going to do is we're going to take turns and everybody has a die a single dice and uh they have their alcohol and uh, we're going to take turns and you're going to roll for each one and the the amount that's at stake is the uh you're going to get that many red trunks or you're going to get that many trunks taken away. Playing a okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this a uh, drinking game? This is, uh, this has drinking elements to it. I so drink. that should means I go get that, one now. Oh yes, you should. I didn't, no, I didn't you realize were, you here when I said it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. So Jamie's already trunked. Jamie gets a pair of red <laughs> trunks. for <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you, go. you guys so, want to see what I am wearing right now? Oh, no, no, no. Wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm putting in a, I'm putting in a, a red trunks for Jamie. He has one red trunk. Um, 
and uh, and we'll be off. Let's see. So while Jamie's getting his drink, why don't we we'll start with somebody else? I think. So, oh, we have sound effects up, so I can't see. So I'll just I'll just pick at random based on who I have on my scoreboard here. Keith is going to be the first one. What? That's right. I have a score of it sophisticated. That's right. So uh, Keith yes. is up first. Um, let's see, Keith, you're going to get a quote, and you have to tell us uh, the name of the movie and the actor who says the quote. So can you roll the dice? Okay, let's see. Have my handy dandy show that show to the show to the show, show the dice to the people, Keith. Four sounded Irish. So four. Okay, so for four trunks at stake. Oh wow! All right. Uh, tell me who, what movie this quote is from, and what actor said it. It's a seven quote. It's an eighty-seven quote. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're going to lose. You need the actor in the movie. I need the movie and the actor, yes. The movie would be um, The Last Boy Scout, and then that would be said by Bruce Willis. Excellent. Four trunks for Keith Grieve. But that's also what I say in the mirror every day before I go to work. <laughs> oh, for that, take take a drink. Okay. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we go to uh, Steve. Yeah. Steve, your boss – wait – Roll the roll the dice. All right, Heinlein. Four. <laughs> We're Four. already playing. Your boss just gave you a thousand dollar bonus. Please give four trunks to the person you'd like to bestow the most misery upon in the group. <laughs> oh fuck! It's got to be Keith. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you think I'm playing a goddamn game, man. Keith's back down to zero. Son of a bitch. He's back down to zero, folks. I thought he'd appreciate it. That didn't take long at all. I thought he'd appreciate the pain. I will. All right. What did I ever do to you, man? Um, Oh. All right. (laughs) What was it it back in the day? There was a quote. Pete Pete was looking at the camera, and he goes, I I took a shit one day, and it looked like I was present. I knew he was still alive. What? So, what is it? One, one of our classic videos. It's on one of the one. It's on that tape that I still have to transfer. But Pete's doing. Pete's standing in front of the camera. And he's like, I took a shit one day and it looked like Elvis Presley. I knew he was still alive. Oh, that's got to be one of the Canada trips. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of the Canada trips. It does sound familiar too. <laughs> All right, uh, Pete, roll the dice. Isn't that evidence? That's evidence enough for me. <laughs> Ah, show up. What do you got? You got a six. Oh, you got a six. All right. So, Pete, for six trunks, take a drink the magnitude of your last great disappointment. <laughs> oh. <Ooh. laughs> Holy shit! That was a good drink, Pete. <laughs> That's an A plus. For that drink, everybody take a drink of their own. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Mr. Burma. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, Jamie, you already have one trunk from, you know, your drink, for getting your drink. Oh, okay. Uh, Jamie, sing a verse from your favorite 87 song. Feel and add as much expletives, swearing, and uh, <laughs> excitement to it as you wish. But first, you got to roll the dice to see how many trunks you get. 
Okay. I got two. All right, so this is for two trunks. Okay. Uh, Life, it seems, will motherfucking feed away. <laughs> further every day. <laughs> Getting lost within myself. Nothing matters, no one else. You fuck. I have lost the will to come. Simply nothing more to go on buns. There is nothing more for me. Watch out, here comes the hairy pussy of Tracy, sir. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I, I, he, we have a winner. He, uh, he needs some bonus trunks for that. Uh, <laughs> my God. Uh, Jamie, just for that, will you, will you roll the dice again? <laughs> I got a three. I got a three. You got a three? So everybody, because people suck, what the hell is happening uh, gets right three now? trunks and take a big drink. Oh. Uh, wait, what? I, I heard. Damn game, oh, man. Got fucking mind? Oh, that was a bad decision. I poured pure whiskey. Ah, that was a good decision. Oh, that was interesting. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, so my, my son's going to walk to school tomorrow. Why? Because <laughs> normally I drive a bay fucking ass. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the first kindergartner to take an Uber to, to school. <laughs> Limo, just for the fuck of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, That's when you. That's when you send Ethan to school in an F that noise T-shirt and just answer any questions. Go ahead. Do the uh, do the honors. What me? Who me? Yeah, Keith. Oh, oh, it's me. Four again. Four again. I think it's a fixed dice. Okay. um, Yahtzee. Oh wait, wrong game. (laughs) <laughs> Name a comic actor that you totally loved forever, but since they have matured, have done every movie that you hate. Oh, oh, that's an easy one. And explain who it is and why. Val Kilmer. Oh, wow. That's it? You got to explain. Okay, t- top secret, real genius, both both wonderful 80s comies, comedies movies. Not perfect movies, but hilarious 80s comedies. And then ever since then... With the exception of maybe Tombstone, I don't think, but in Top Gun, of course, uh, Val Kilmer has just gone down the fucking shithole. And I feel bad because the guy's like got one foot in the grave and the other one on a banana peel. But freaking, <laughs> I have not liked a Val Kilmer movie since at least 1990. Yes, folks. Throat cancer That's a good one. Save you from our barbs. There's, there's no mercy here. Mercy's for the weak. <laughs> I highly recommend a movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr. Val Kilmer's awesome. I did hear about yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that's the only one I could think of. That is great. That is oh, great. Oh, it's a fantastic. He's awesome, and it's man, a Val Christmas Kilmer. movie too. And a, mo- a movie I want to watch again now that I'm older is Heat. I was thinking about rewatching that recently too. I just remember and then being I saw because Irishman. I was like, eh, no, maybe not. Is it because she has a great ass? She got a great ass. And you got your head all the way up it. Long Robert De Niro movies. As Al Pacino. Hey. Mike. Michael. It's Pacino. Steve for disputing uh, 
Keith's point successfully. <laughs> oh, fuck. I disputed everybody's point if I knew that was yeah. serious. Uh, fuck. Steven, <laughs> Keith, uh, take a drink. Oh, fuckers. Oh. No, smack each other's dicks. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I gotta... Sorry, I, Steve. I gotta find a way to pixel, pixelate that. He, he, he did reach mine, but it's cold. Yeah, Steve would be doing a lot of woof, whiffing. Mine's, mine's an idiot at the moment. It's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, roll those dice. A one. I love the clicking sound. You're goddamn right. I got a one. Okay. Wait, wait. Did uh, Steve show everybody his dice? Why? Why? Why it's clicking? It moves. It moves. That's okay. We got one. Steve is resorting to Paw Patrol trouble. Because my kids hide all my fucking dice. I just got it to his Paw Patrol. That's hilarious. Oh god. All right. For well, you get for rolling a one, you get a you get a trunk right there. Okay, um, yeah, but uh, in addition, name three of the most frigged actors of all time <laughs> and say which one of them you'd like to give a splash to Jamie Klein. A splash? It sounds wait, wait, dirty. Wait, wait, wait. Say it one more time. <laughs> the most frigged actors of all time and say which one of them you'd like to most see it give a splash to Jamie Klein. A splash? A wrestling splash. So now you're talking <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie's dead. Jamie's Jamie's lost it. That is funny as hell. Jamie's lost it. Are you talking? Jamie is dead. Oh Killed. Steve gets another pair of trunks for asking for clarification on a stupid question. Oh god. If you're talking Frig like the Lamar Latrell, or you talking lead like Brian Dennehy? I leave. I leave it to your discretion. Or like Brian Boitano. The most three most freaked actors. Jesus Christ. Um, John Candy late in his career. Uh, Chris Farley and (laughs) goddamn Marlon Brando in uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau and I definitely want Brando to splash Clyde (laughs) because he'd have an erection while he did it yes (laughs) wait who Brando or me Brando Brando (laughs) liked that (laughs) All right, it's up to Pete roll those dice Pete Trey. All right. For three. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Okay. You just you just got called on stage to perform with your favorite all-time band. Um, you rocked the ever-loving shit out of it. Name the song and the band that you play. And then for, uh, give three trunks to somebody in the group. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <laughs> dead air, dead air, dead air. How about a whole lot of love from Zeppelin? <laughs> you playing a goddamn yeah. game, man? You out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Pete, Pete gets Pete, Pete gets three right. plus for naming Led Zeppelin. He gets four. Yeah, I'm giving him all to Steve. <laughs> oh no, I'm yeah. sorry. So you get one, and then um, you're giving them to Steve. 
So, Steve, you get uh, 10. You get 10 now. All right. <laughs> You're trunked. <laughs> trunk. So super trunk. That puts Steve and Pete at a tie for the most trunk. <laughs> oh, we're so trunked. <laughs> yeah. Keith, right. identify this same thing as before. Identify the quote and the and the movie and the actor. Wait, do I have to roll Seven the dice quotes. first? <clears throat> roll the dice. Usually the host knows the rules. Um, two. Go ahead. Two. Okay, for two. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. That's Robert Duvall from Apocalypse Now. Oh, two for Keith. And surprisingly, another movie I haven't really seen completely, beginning to end, but I know that line. All right. You get one more trunk for extra explanation. Story of my life. <laughs> I think it right. was uh, Shelly Duvall from the Popeye outtakes after Robin Williams deep So... Oh, Rob Christman just came. Was, <laughs> <laughs> was it red? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I might see a doctor about that. <laughs> all right, Steve. Steve. Face gets freckles. What's up? <laughs> Mike is all business. He's he's so he's so all business. He's out of his shop. Connect the dots. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you what. I, I I started this show. I didn't tell everyone. I, I'm going to give myself trunks because right when we started, the reason I left the shot is I got a bloody nose. Shut up. Ooh. Which is all soused out. You spit oh, those all the time. Well, unless oh, business, business. Unless, unless. So the unless, fact that I'm still in the shot is something. Mike's part um, of the upside down world from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Either that or he's partnering with Johnny Depp and Blow. No, Zoo. All right, Steve, roll the dice. <laughs> Moving right along. I didn't even give it a name. Three. All right, for three trunks, tell us what three people in the group know the shit out of. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Priming it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, you got to name the person and what they know the shit out of. Do we have to explain what priming it is? I, I think we get the idea. Yeah. Flogging the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Feverish priming the gods on it. Oh. <laughs> or the twister action. Oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Just descending into chaos. Oh, right, Steve, getting... roll the dice again. Okay. I got a five. All right. Everybody, <laughs> people still fucking suck. Everyone take a five, get five trunks, and take a drink. Oh, all right. oh. I'm still winning. Oh, all right. <sighs> all right. All right, so Pete, roll the dice. Ah, three again. Oh, man, you're all about the three. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> Trunks, name this quote. I don't know where I'll be, he said, but it won't smell too good, that's for sure. Name the, the movie and actor. Uh, it's coming back to me slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'll be, he said, but it won't smell too good, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's uh, 
<laughs> is that airplane? The first one? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the actor? That's not Leslie Nielsen. God, I'm totally losing it. Uh, I'll go with that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you were correct. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, nice. (laughs) That was a disaster. That was an absolute train wreck. (laughs) It worked, though. Don't make any excuses. I said after Seuss came back from the old country buffet. It was about to go to the bathroom. Because playing a goddamn game, man. Um, all right. Who's next? Uh, Jamie. Yes, sir. Roll Roll the dice. dice. Five. That was a fever roll. All right, for five. You wake up in high school once again. What is one thing you would do differently? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I'd be going around wanting to make fuck. Because back in the 90s, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble for a lot of as, as many things as you would say now. Because everyone's, you know, big flaming puss. But um, I, I think I'd probably go back and try to hit on more things. I'd try to defrag and hit on more things. Yeah. I, I, I want to make fuckings back then. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. All right, all right. Oh, um, girls actually did have this back then. <laughs> now it's like <laughs> to take away one trunk from each person. Roll the dice again. I'm sorry, not one. Roll the dice again. Uh, <laughs> one. Okay, there it is. I, I must have guessed it. You, you, for this great redemption of using the word "make fuck," um, you take away one from each person. Okay. So one trunk from each person is gone. Oh, what a what a what a gem! All right. So seventeen. All right, and then the last one is for everybody. Oh. I'll name a member of the group, and you tell us. Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is your game. Oh, okay. I'm saying zoo. No, I I wrote this like four weeks ago, and we we haven't done the show. Um. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, everybody's everybody's gonna roll the dice, okay? So everyone is posed a member of the group. I'm gonna give you a member of the group. You're gonna tell me what their favorite drink is. If you're right, then you drink for that amount of dice and get that many trunks. And if you're wrong, you drink for that many dice and you're lose wrong. that many trunks. Oh, you're wrong. Okay. Okay. So, wait. Can you explain it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give everyone a name. Everyone roll the dice so you have a number. I'm going to give everyone a name. You tell me what their favorite drink is. <clears throat> if you're right, you're going to get that number of, of uh, trunks. If you're wrong, you're going to lose that number of trunks. And either way, you're going to drink for that long. Okay. All right? Yeah, I'm good. All right. So everyone roll. Have your number. Got my number. Yeah. Okay, All right. So we're going to start with uh, Keith. Oh, boy. Tell me Jamie's favorite drink. Uh, Bloody Mary with a piece of bacon in it. <laughs> uh, it's I, I love that drink. Is it my favorite <laughs> drink? No. But I do love that drink. Okay. So what was your number? Four. Okay. So we're, we're only going to take away two because it, it's one of his favorite drinks and also it's freaking king. So you're going to get. You're gonna get. Uh, you end up with twelve, Keith. Can I drink? All right, Steve. 
Keith. Hmm. Junt. <laughs> oh, that's Flapjack Ale. Um, male jizz. No. Oh, um, what the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> Back in the day, it used to be Labatt Blue. Uh, yeah, but then I grew but up. Right now, I would have to say Cuddy Sarge. Oh, dude, no way. <laughs> I will say this: the Cuddy, the Cuddy served a role, and that, and it got me into whiskey. But but not, that is not my favorite. Oh, I rolled a four. All right, so you you only lose two because you mentioned Cuddy Sark. Do you understand though that he didn't have that reaction to male jizz? He only had that reaction to Cuddy Sark. Well, because I knew you weren't really serious about the male jizz comment. Well, were, you, you know, were you? I don't. Not know. All right, not, not enough protein in Cuddy Sark. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If you don't know what the song is referencing, oh it's your loss. Perfect timing. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Pete, you want to know? You uh, want to tell us uh, Steve's favorite drink? Uh, that's a tough one, I think. So you've got to actually name the brand and everything, right? No, I think you can get away with just the type. Keith, you a bourbon guy, right? Uh, I'm a bourbon no, Steve, guy, yes. Steve. Yeah, you got Steve, though. I am a bourbon guy. You're right with that. That is my favorite liquor to drink. Ooh. How many trunks does he get? Uh, I only rolled two. All right, so you, you get two trunks. <clears throat> oh! All right. And Jamie game, Klein. Oh. You get oh. to name Pete's. Oh, Pete's favorite drink? I'm going to say uh, uh, an IPA beer. Nice. Thumbs up. Nice. All right. That'll do. What do you get, James? Two. All right. So at the end of the trunk, the first ever trunk tower, in fourth place, Keith Greve has 12 trunks. Ooh. <laughs> in third place, Steve has 15 trunks. In second place, Jamie Klein has 18 trunks. Oh, Pete is trunks. And the most trunked in the entire group <laughs> is Pete Melia with 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nice, 19. nice. Applause, applause. Nice. This was awful. You're a winner. You're a winner. And is that how that works? You're playing a goddamn game, man. You got your fucking mind. Eddie thinks so. Yeah, you fucking mind. Eddie oh. thinks so. Two. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so we are past the thirty, the thirty minute mark. With a, a fantastic game, Mike. Thank you for bringing us the world of Trunk Tower. Nice. So now, in uh, closing, Jamie brought up the last episode that we did that we haven't done an on your radar in a while, and part of it's because we haven't done more than one show a month <laughs> in a while. 
Uh, so let's start with uh, upper right corner, Steve Taylor. Uh, what's uh, what, what have you been re- what have you been watching? What have you been reading? What have you been listening to? What's what's uh, what's been getting your pop culture fancy tickled? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I feel all tingly in my nether regions. So you dance with it, and you fucking um, love it. I have been rewatching uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV series. Yes, I've never seen that. And, that shows well, Jack the movie's Murder. great, and the show's amazing. And I, I, I finished the show like a couple, like I'd say about a month ago. But I'm already rewatching it because it's so fucking good. And I, I'd say between that and um, I've been doing a lot of work, just work, work, <laughs> work. work. That's seven. Fucking work. sucks. Yeah, we don't want to talk about work. Pete Melia, yeah, what's seven. on your radar? Yeah. Uh, I've been checking out. Uh, I watched every season of Alone recently. Did you watch what is, Alone? What is, what is Alone? Yeah, what is Alone? It, it's basically they they take these survivalists, they just put them out in these desolate oh, areas. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And yes. They just sort of film themselves and they just see if they can outlast each other. Basically, these people are out there for months doing this. It's crazy. I'd last about three hours. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's, it's absolutely I, brutal. Yeah, it's like it's worse than Naked and Afraid. I'm not sure if it's worse than that, but it, it, it was kind of the front runner of that sort of idea. So, what would it take, Pete, for you to for you to last a week? What, like, what, like, have you have you come up with like your list of like if you had if you could be dropped alone anywhere and you had a backpack full of supplies? What would you what would you what would be your go to supply loadout? It depends. I would land on a on a tropical island and it would be a ton of booze. There you go. Mm. <laughs> I like it already. Cares about the rest of it. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Jamie, what's up? Absolutely. Oh, what am I watching? Yeah. Um, just been uh, the wife and I just finished um, the series called The Good Place. Oh, with um, Ted Danson. Ne- yeah, I n- had never seen it before, and uh, a couple friends of ours recommended it, and <clears throat> it was really, really funny. I really, really liked it. That does not strike uh-huh. me as a Jamie Klein sitcom. It is. It is not. I I hate sitcoms, and th- th- this is not Very like a your typical sitcom where it's people, you know, stupid half-ass kid, you know, making comments and <laughs> someone sitting on a couch and all that bullshit. And it, it's not like any of that. You know, what I does that mean? Sitting on. A, I hate people sitting on a couch. Yeah, fucking people I, on a couch. I hate whatever that is too. That sounds- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Modern Family can suck my rebel dick like all that shit just sucks <laughs> but this this show is actually really clever it was pretty funny i've always had a baby soft spot for ted danson so i i, oh. I liked it Ooh. learned something about jamie today yeah that's right mike what's up what are you uh, i know you're you're in between residences but yeah but I, i'm watching uh fringe um, <laughs> <laughs> no uh i actually am i'm Rewatching with my son, uh, Masters of the Universe is on Netflix. I think. Wait, the the um, the, the, the animated and, uh, series or the movie? I'm also. I also watched the first episode of Ratchet. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. How, how was that? I've heard some mixed things on that. Yeah, I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, it's not really my genre, but because it's connected to Cuckoo's Nest, I wanted to see it. Right. And uh, apparently, the they're planning on doing like a number of seasons, and the last season is supposed to cross over to Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. So I wanted to see, but it's it's not bad, you know. It's it's what you'd expect from that uh, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So okay, Mike, am I 
am I over am I overstating by saying that Cuckoo's Nest is something near and dear to your heart? Oh yeah. Okay. So, do you find it that you're watching this with kind of a, a intense, more intense lens than you would watch something else, just because you care so yeah, much uh, about the critical. source material? Um, very, very critical of the of. I'm critical of everything that doesn't have to do with anything. But when you when you're dealing with something <laughs> like this, I definitely like oh. You know, she's she's older than the actor than the actress that played in Cuckoo's Nest. You know, stuff like mm. that. Um, but it's if you can, if you can manage to take some of that out of it, it's it's not a bad show. <clears throat> I have a problem when actresses and actors are known for an, another part and then they go and play an iconic part. I can't help but see them in their other part. So when I'm looking at the previews for this, all I'm seeing is Marsha Clark from People vs. O.J. Simpson. See, I didn't see any. I've never seen anything she's in. Mm. That was the only. Oh, thing so I don't have that. She's, she's a really good actress. Yeah, she was in something else. Yeah, too, no, she actually. seems it. I just I didn't never seen it. I didn't know she was in Game of Thrones or anything. I don't know. She was in Game of she Thrones. She in that? Was she? I don't think she was in Game of Thrones. Was she? No, she, she, she looks like she would be. I don't know. She was American Horror Story. She was. <laughs> uh, she's oh, like that's right. Because the same. The same. Uh, the same guy doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah, that and the same sense. guy did the. Um, what's that one with the Betty White versus? Uh, Oh, what the fuck was her name? Tits. I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> Betty, White Betty White versus Tits. Now, I, I, I'm yeah. morbidly John interested Crawford. in that. It was the Joan Crawford Betty White feud with Susan oh, right. Sarandon. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, feud. That's it. Yeah. She was in that. Zoo. And as far as me, what I'm, what I'm, in, what I've been listening to, watching, or whatever, um, I started watching the Challenger documentary on Netflix. I'm yeah, only how's through, that? I'm only through. I fell asleep in episode two, but not because it was boring, because I was had to go to work. Um, but I have been. I finished the audio book Van Halen Rising by uh, the book mm. was the book was by Greg Renoff. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. Whether you read it, whether you listen to it, it, it was it was fantastic, full of details and and just shit about. And it stops at the album 1984, which I'm sure you all agree with. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but it, it's really about how it, they came to, to prominence. And so what I did in response to that was I started a chronological re-listening of Van Halen, starting with the first album and then just going and listening. And it's real interesting, to me anyway, about how much a lot of it sounds alike before 1984 mm. like i found myself and maybe it's because my uh, undiagnosed adult adhd but i found myself kind of like losing my place and be like oh wait what song is this because it, it, a lot of it kind of blends together and a lot of it sounds the same there's there's variances like ice cream man and um some of the other songs where they um i can't think of the fucking name of it right now but it's it, it's slow it's got a skip beat to it mm. but for the most part there's it's a lot of sound like and then they bring the synthesizers in on 1984, and I, my early hypothesis here is that the sound was changing even without Sammy Hagar, and yeah. it was it was moving <clears throat> in a direction that the diehard fans were not going to like. And you know, it's I got even if David Lee Roth had stayed with that band, I'm, I I believe that that sound would have changed anyway. So it's kind of it's kind of yeah. when you when you listen to it in order, it's it's kind of weird. It has a different effect. When you're listening, it was, it was it was kind of what's really what's really fascinating is that um, none of that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm, I made it all up. 
There's a one fantastic story that I'm going to share on this podcast about David Lee Roth, and and, and he's the front man of, of Van Halen, and they're trying to make it big, and they have all these agents that are promising them this. And, I, you know, a side story, I didn't know that Gene Simmons tried to kind of wrestle Eddie Van Halen away from Van Halen yeah, back in the day. Um, but then, so this guy, I forget, I forget who the fuck it was. He goes to David Lee Roth's house, and David Lee Roth's father was a surgeon in L.A. He had a big fucking mansion. And he goes in the kitchen, and spray-painted on the cabinets is the words, no milk. And so the guy goes to David Lee Roth, like, are you guys remodeling or something? And David Lee Roth's like, no, man, there's no fucking milk in the place. You can't just write that down. <laughs> so <laughs> crap. It was like, yeah, it's, it kind of fits the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, awesome. we'll hit the old outro. Either this has been episode 38 of F That Noise, the Trunked Tower episode. We'll be back going forward Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, F That Noise Pod.com, Facebook.com slash F That Noise. Head over to the website, folks. Support our crank air insanity. <laughs> Look at that, Phil. Pete's fucking dead right That's now. That's pretty much it. Playing a goddamn game, man? You out of your fucking mind?